Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in again. And I know I keep talking about how God's put things on my mind, but it's funny how I think about certain things for days or a week, and they just keep coming and coming and preparing me for something. And and that's what's been going on here with today's topic: faith and belief and believe and faith and. What is faith? And, you know, Christians, we talk today about the faith. But, um, it's funny. I did a research. Been sitting here reading and interesting reading. Um, faith is not mentioned as a noun, uh, at all or nowhere faith is not mentioned at all there's no word for faith in the Old Testament at all whatsoever but as the New Testament it's words that that we use to translate what comes close to faith and in almost every instance in the New Testament the word that is conveyed which we get the word faith from is to believe. And it's interesting, you know. He says uh, here in this commentary, the nearest the New Testament comes to presenting a definition of faith per se is in Hebrews 11.1. 1. And it says here, faith is called the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And that's uh, what I'm going to cover. And in my Bible it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's faith. So think about if we interject or substitute belief. Now belief is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Um, and this is where we, I guess, you know, the more I think about it and all the terms of belief that we get the believer's Bible, because it says, uh, if Christianity itself may be called the faith, then it's a small step to the New Testament usage of the particular of the verb form of faith to designate Christians. The form is often translated believers, those who believe, those who who have belief. You know, I mean, uh, here's another one, um, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by, what is it we know? We usually say we walk by faith, not by sight, but we walk by belief, not by sight. Um, it's very interesting, and it's then again, it's not so difficult to understand, right? <clears throat> because if we take the greatest verse of all in the Bible, John three sixteen, what does it say? For whosoever believeth, not whoever has faith, but whosoever believeth. So, 
to dig deeper into the thing for the day. What is it about Christians? You know, Christianity and... You know, I, I see a lot of instances these days on the internet where people say, God has abandoned me, God has failed me. You know, I put my trust in God and I don't see any results. I guess, you know, I've told you about my wife dying, about me and God and how we got along and get along. And, you know, Jesus is right in one aspect when he says, if you had the faith of a mustard seed, you could move mountains. Now, we assume that what he's saying is, if you had the faith and you said to that mountain, move, that it would move. But you see, here's kind of the way I look at it. If I have faith and I start digging on that mountain with a spoon and I have faith and every day I dig and then I decide one day I'm going to get a shovel and then I decide one day I'm going to get a, a pick and I still have faith that I can move that mountain, I can move through that mountain and I have faith and I commit myself to moving that mountain and I go out and I rent an excavator. And then my buddy Keith comes over with his big old track hoe. I, I hire Keith with that track hoe. And I have faith that I can get through that mountain. And God has given me the wisdom and growing my faith and my belief that I can accomplish that over time. Does it mean it's instantaneous? I don't know. I think, you know, it's like the martial arts. If you grab a, a board and you go put it up and you go and you're going to punch through it with your hands, you're probably going to break your bones the first hit if you give it everything you can. But if you work and train and train and work and work and train and train and work and condition yourselves, you're going to break that board eventually. So, I believe... I can move that mountain. And I believe God's given me the ability to do it. And I believe I can break that board. And I believe if I condition my body, that I can do it. And what does faith mean? And, you know, believe, faith, faith, believe, they're I guess there are two words you could say. One is convenient and easier to say than the other, but they both mean the same thing, no matter how, it depends on how you use it. And I believe when God tells me, 
He'll save me because he told me he would rise from the dead on the third day, and he did. I believe. And back to the people saying Christians, you know, they say that God left them or whatever. How much have you really put into believing in God? Did you go through a traumatic experience and pick up a Bible and treat it like a genie lamp and open the pages and think God's going to jump out and grant you three wishes? Or are you the person that has gone through a traumatic event and has prayed to God and believed that God was there and would get you through it and you received the peace of the Spirit from the belief in the Father and that you are given a strength a desire, an ability that you can't explain? Is that the kind of Christianity you have? I mentioned it the other day. I heard somebody say, she said to me, you know, why does God allow things to happen? Well, Where's your belief? Where's your belief that God is in the good or the bad? You know, the greatest persecution of Jews in the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd centuries when they were feeding them to the lions and letting the gladiators hack them to death and they crucified the Appian Way in Rome with Christians and covered them in tar and lit them at night to light the streets. Um, Nero burned down the Christian quarters, you know, and burned Rome. These people had the chance to renege on their faith and save their lives. Rome um, didn't just arbitrarily kill Christians without, without giving them a chance. They all had the chance to repent, to convert, to stop uh, worshiping Jesus, and they could have gone on their happy way. But they voluntarily, because of their belief in Christ, their belief that he was who he said he was, and he did what he did, and he would do what he promised. Whole families got ripped to pieces by lions. 
and hacked by swords and run through with spears and trampled by wild animals. Starved to death. Some of them were boiled alive. These people believed so firmly, greatly, in something that they were willing to die for it. And that's the key right there. I think today we're such a spoiled, rotten group of people that we won't stand for hardly anything, but we'll fall for everything. We're falling for the stimulus checks. We're falling for the COVID. We're falling for the free handouts from our government. We fall for the laws that they enact when we say, oh, it doesn't affect me. But you know, you're all, I say you're all, the ones that believe all this stuff. You're just a bunch of frogs in the pots on the stove. They just keep turning the fire up and you just keep swimming around saying, oh, it's okay, it's okay. And you're slowly being boiled alive. You don't believe in anything. You fall for everything. And you know, that's me. I Every day, every day, I grow cro- closer and closer in my walk with the Lord. Every day I learn something new. I am blessed by people that I meet who talk about their faith or their experience or they want to know about mine and my story. And I get this peacefulness in my soul that you can't understand if you don't have that faith, that belief. I used to worry about my children all the time. And I prayed so hard for them. And I still do. I still pray for them. I still pray and I still talk to them about Christ and and their actions uh, in the church or outside or whatever. But I've gotten this peace that it's out of my hands. It's in God's hands. And this government crap that's going on and and all my friends, well, did you hear this? You see that? You read that? And you, you know, is this the end times or we're going crazy or what? It's people. It's bigger than me. And I got to put it in hands that are bigger than mine. God's got it. I have faith that God's got it. But what I can do is I can worry about my faith, 
my belief and my interaction with God and not focus so much on the things that I can't control. That's the biggest thing, I think, that mistake that people make is they focus on things they can't control. Focus on what you can control. Believe that God is with you. A woman came to me and asked me, if your God is so good, why would he allow my granddaughter to die? I said, maybe your granddaughter was sick so that you might have faith and pray, and he might have healed her. If you had got people to pray in, and you could have been a light to people, that through your faith and your prayers, God used you to witness to other people. And she cursed God, said God wouldn't, you know, wouldn't allow her granddaughter to be sick if he was a good God, and blah, blah, blah. And anyway, the child died, as many of us do. And then I said to her, you may have missed the greatest opportunity in your life. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know if a family of prayer would have changed God's mind. You know, you don't know how strong and powerful prayer can be if you don't practice praying and pray and pray with others. Wouldn't it be bad? Wouldn't it be awful? I mean, I don't know what it's like on the other side. I haven't been there and come back. But wouldn't it says when we die and go to heaven that we will know all things. Wouldn't it be terrible to get there or get to wherever and God's wisdom to you would be, you know, if you had a prayed and had a got to church to pray, it's all I wanted was a little prayer, a little faith. You know, a little belief in me. Just stick out your hand and give me a crumb. That's all I was asking for. And I would have healed your granddaughter. Or I would have given her ten more years. Or, But you were too hard-headed, too proud. I think that's what it is with a lot of people. They're too proud. I'll tell you what. You go to some of the places I've been in the world and see some of the things I've seen. The decadence of life. People that would just soon remove your head from your shoulders if they could get your hands on you. Knowing the only thing stopping them was the gun you had in your hand. 
pray, people. I prayed an awful lot when I was in those places. And I came to a peace with God a long time ago. I know that nothing is guaranteed and we're not guaranteed our next heartbeat. That's why I say often that you should tell people you love them. Don't go to sleep with your anger against someone. Be careful of how you talk to your children, your loved ones. You might not die tomorrow, but they could be killed in a freak accident, and you won't get to say you're sorry. That belief in God is a very, very powerful thing. I've talked about Peter before walking on the water, and then he sinks in. You know what? As far as I'm concerned, Peter is one of the greatest examples to me of belief. He believed he could do it. And he did it. I don't know if he went five steps, 15, 20, or 100 yards. But I can tell you one thing. Peter has walked further on water than I ever will. Or ever have. I hope that one day I can walk on water. I believe that one day I can walk on water. I just... I've lost faith in humanity. I know what... God felt like when he locked Noah up in that boat. I mean, think about it. He was so disgusted with the world that he killed everybody except eight people. And their belief saved them. Elijah and Enoch believed so greatly in God that they didn't face death. God has taken them up to heaven and there they sit today waiting on judgment day. I mean, golly. Why is it humanity would rather believe in The tricks of the devil than the resurrection and eternity. I keep believing tomorrow will bring change. 
positive change, but I'm not sure what it does bring because I don't know. But I can keep believing. I can keep praying. I can have faith. If you work on that relationship with Christ and you truly believe, I mentioned it before, just sit somewhere. Turn off the anything that makes noise. Find you a quiet spot. Sit in your car somewhere in a parking lot or under a tree in a room. Put your earplugs in and headphones on. Don't play music. Just put them on to block out noise. And just sit there and believe and talk to God. Just talk. You might try journaling. I write out my prayers a lot of times to God. I verbalize them. I write them. And I sign it. My letters to God. I believe. This is Pastor Chip. God bless you. I hope you can find that belief and that faith. Because eternity is a long time to think about your choices. God bless.